All right, guys, welcome back to Sports Cards Nonsense here on the Ringer Podcast Network, episode number four. I am always short, but this week I happen to be just a little bit taller. That's why if you're watching on YouTube, the spike of my hair is off the camera because of last <laughs> night's game. Mike Giuseppe, pumped to be here, super excited. Do you know there was a game last night, sir? Unnamed uh, fellow? Yes, Jesse Gibson here, your right. uh, darling co-host. I heard co-host that's what they're calling strong. me. There's a there's a lot of people calling me darling, and everyone thinks I could be a co-host one day. Uh, the game, I mean, here's the fact. I'm 100% right in all my predictions. Who else can say that? Okay, let's get right into it. Big picture. Stop teasing the people. Super Bowl bragging rights. You, This is you. Go. We called this game. Everybody's like, oh, it wasn't that big of a stretch. Whatever. We called, called the game. Details. We both took bucks. And I told you Gronk he was going to have a day. I am not right often. So when I am, I'm going to look into the camera <laughs> like I'm supposed to. And I'm even going to use modulation and enthusiasm to tell you I win. No, it is true, okay. though. Gronk went nuts. Little vintage Gronky last night. Jesse called me to tell me he watched the game. That's how you know it's a big I, thing. It's my, my family's surprised. Oh, everybody's excited <laughs> about it. Uh, Brady rookie stuff absolutely through the roof. I mean, uncomfortable levels now. We talked about it a little bit later on. We're going to tease it now. Gary V's episode. Our interview was on this episode at the end. Uh, we got his take as a Jets fan. Not that it means a whole lot, but we'll, we'll include it anyways. That's fine. Uh, Brady rookie stuff is insane. Sorry, Gary, I was just joking. We're too new to really insult people like that. That was yeah, just a joke. We I really appreciate back. him being here. <laughs> We're excited for it. Excited to talk to him. Hope he's not listening yet. Anyways, Cut all that uh, Gronk stuff has taken a big jump. Mahomes stuff. Guys are talking, you know, what happens to Mahomes? Can he still be the GOAT if he lost to Brady? Let's let's calm down. 25, 26 years old. The dude is going to be the guy in the NFL the next 10 to 15 years. I'll be honest, quite frankly, we I sold all my Mahomes stuff on Friday before the show because I didn't want any of it in the house. But I would seriously consider buying Mahomes stuff a month from now. I think he's that good. I, can, the line was decimated. I mean, come on. I mean, can we just talk about the fact that when he was being trampled by the Bucks, he still, he was Insane. doing 360s and still getting right to the guy he wanted. Looked I mean, like it, the guy was, was throwing some of those passes away and just spot on. I mean, inches from being caught for touchdowns. He played unbelievable despite being injured, despite his line being out. I mean, if you don't think he is the next guy in the NFL, and if you think he's just one of those top-level quarterbacks, you're a clown. He is the top-level quarterback. Brady's defense was unbelievable. Tom's got seven rings now. I always say this, too, the whole GOAT debate, GOAT argument. I don't really care. You want somebody else on your team in the Super Bowl? You want somebody else all time? You can have him. I have no objection. I'm taking Brady. I don't care anymore. It wasn't close before the game. If you still think it's close, again, just throw on a red nose and call yourself Patch Adams and dance around like a buffoon because you're a clown. <laughs> Patch Adams reference. I went wow. from being extremely happy. See, now I'm just bringing you're getting, it down. You're I'm getting angry. angry. Happiness levels are very close. It's just it's um, hard to say. But Gronk, Brady stuff, absolutely on fire. Brady stuff is not going to come down. We said this on the last show. It's just not. His stuff is going to hit all-time new highs. There you may said be a grail little level of, before. What does that mean? Grail level, untouchable. Just like the Jordan rookie card. High-grade Jordan rookies, untouchable. They're just monster value. They're never going to lose. It's just a great play to me. So if you have Brady stuff, you made some money last night. This guy has some You're Brady welcome. stuff. I was not mad about it. <laughs> All right, let's get into the important stuff now. What's Mikey's next? take of the week? Oh, your favorite thing. Can we have like so, a music thing? Da, 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 right. There's da, da, no music. Do you want me to sounds, dance? This is silent. Oh, you, you went on there. You've right. done enough of that. Thank you. I'm excited right. today. You know Go I'm ahead. excited today. Take, All right, what's Mikey's, your take? Mikey's take. So we teased this take on Friday as well. 
selling football to buy baseball. If you look, almost everything football right now is still up pretty close to where it was uh, in season. I think it's a smart play right now. I would move off. Again, I want to preface this too, because some people think, well, if I sell now, I'm going to lose that. We're talking to like normal people, not the people in like the seven and eight figure club where you can just buy whatever you want and you can always hold until the the absolute precipice of value. If you have a set amount of money and most of it's tied up in certain cards, the play now to me is sell football, make good money because it's about the height of the market and move it into baseball. Now, yes, if you just held all this forever and you're in a spot to do that, then hold all your football till next season. I have no problem there. But I think most people realistically, okay, I've got to sell stuff to buy new stuff, sell football. I'm in a big sell football mood right now, except for Joe Burrow. If you're going to sell Joe Burrow, sell him to me. He's injured. His prices are down. He's a stud. So if you're selling Joe, bring him to this guy. If not, sell the rest of your football. I would take that football money and go right to baseball. Again, we don't get crazy specific. We do this kind of like our buy-sell. Not crazy specific. We'll get into actual individual cards to buy later with our straight cash homie. But a couple names that still stand out to me. The first three are by no means a surprise. Acuna, Tatis, and Soto. Three of the young stars over the next decade, those guys are going to be perennial all-stars, MVP-type candidates. Prices are already high. In this market, you are not going to lose money buying those guys right now because they can all ball, and they're all going to be back on the field in a matter of months. I think you do well with all three of those. Mike Trout, unbelievably high. I don't love his rookie stuff because of how expensive it is, but Trout stuff in general, I still like because at some point, Trout's going to perform in the playoffs. It has to happen. I don't care if they have to rig every every one of the 399 million regular season games. <laughs> you have got to get your best player in the playoffs. I actually think this is, a, this is the year they do it, and Trout is going to go next level because he, we just need to see him play postseason. So I think Trout's a good guy to invest in right now. Uh, young dude on that team as well, Joe Adele, the prospect. We talked about him in the prospect segment on Friday. I love Joe Adele. I think he can play. No pressure on him this year. He's going to be up for most, if not all, of the season. Look at the names in that lineup around him. Nobody's relying on Joe Adele. I think quietly he could have a very good season. Uh, he's still expensive in terms of a prospect, but way down from where he was. So I like him. Chubby D, Mr. Devers, Raphael Devers from my Boston Red Sox. Dude has played incredible ball the last few years. That team has been so irrelevant, no one has noticed. Raphael Devers is a baller. I love him. Across the board, I like all of his stuff. He doesn't even have really expensive, uh, even his rookie stuff. His 2015 Bowman Chrome rookie autos, not that expensive compared to some of the big names. I love Raphael Devers as a buy right now. Cody Bellinger, I mean, any free agent under the sun the Dodgers have signed up. I think they sent this goof on the other side of my screen a contract. You're suiting up, aren't you, this year? I signed up last week. Thank you. Yeah, he signed up. I, I, I mean, the Dodgers are going to be unbelievable this year. They're in L.A. That market's nuts. People like that team. They have a crazy following. They're going to be awesome. They're going to be competitive. They have offense, pitching. They got everything. Uh, I'd be sh- surprised if they don't win it next year. And Bellinger is at the forefront of that, a uh, former MVP. I just think he's going to have a monster season and take that next level jump. And then the guy that just got traded to the Redbirds, Nolan Arenado, finally getting out of Colorado, which is a weak market. We talked too. I don't think market impacts prospects and young guys, but a guy like Nolan Arenado, I think people finally want to see that dude play some meaningful baseball. Yes, the Rockies have had a couple little streaks. I'm not saying that, but he's in he's in St. Louis now. Cardinals have a competitive team, anyways. Him and Goldschmidt, I think they're going to absolutely crush. And I think Arenado stuff is going to is going to move big time. I like Arenado autos because he doesn't sign as much as everybody, anyways. Pack pulled autographs, like from an actual baseball card pack. I also love his, I think it's 2010. I'll have to check the date. His first update paper card, a PSA 10 is doing like 250 right now. 
I actually think that's a good deal. When they, people see this guy play in that offense, I like it. I have a stupid pri- no- Oh, please. What are prices in comparison on baseball cards to football and basketball? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I know very – if newsflash, I don't know a ton about sports, but I know the least amount with baseball. I never hear about anything like any guys in baseball. I, I mean, to me, my take is – well, these are going to be cheaper than football and basketball because I don't know what's going on with them. I, I never hear about them. Is it, any of that true? Yeah, I mean, it just depends, right? You've still got a million different brands. By the way, you're wearing a collared shirt on a podcast. We knew you had no idea what was going on. It went without saying. Would, you know, a lot of this just has to do with brands, right? Like we talk about Prism Basketball. Yeah, Prism is a crazy expensive brand, right? But there are plenty of cheaper brand basketball rookies that correlate to baseball. So it's the same thing. Baseball is a little bit different because generally when someone gets drafted in baseball, you don't see them on the field. So NFL, NBA guys are drafted. They're on the field, on the court that year. Uh, with baseball, yeah, guys drafted in 2019, 2020 are not going to be in the major leagues for at least, on average, two to three years, I would say. So you get a lot of prospect cards, like a product like Bowman Draft comes out, all their first major league card, and that's cool, but you're not going to see those guys in the field. So those usually carry the premium in baseball, but then when they actually come into the league, now you'll have rookie cards, and then from there on out, they're veteran cards. So there are all different types of entry-level stuff. I mean, you can get a nice Cody Bellinger auto, relatively decent price. I'm at 100 bucks for some of the non-licensed, like Panini baseball products, $100, $150. You can get a nice Bellinger. But if you want to go back to 2015, his Bowman, his prospect auto is hundreds of dollars. If it's graded, I, I, I don't have any idea off the top of my head. I would say his base Bowman Chrome auto from 2015, if it was graded a 9510 by Beckett, you're probably looking at $800 to $1,200. I, I, it's up there. I, I should know better than I do. I don't. But it's a massive card. So wow. a lot of it just depends on the year and when you're buying, what type of product. So All right. All you right. know what this leads into? That wasn't that great of a remark by you, but this one, Jesse's take of the week. All I right. have a feeling you're going crypto, you little creep. Crypto I'm or not, Top Shot? I'm not, I'm not always talking crypto. I'm not always talking Top Shot. However, this week I'm talking top crypto. Shot. Uh, <laughs> I had a 50-50 shot. Good thing I called it. Okay, I just, I just have that. to follow up. This is short and sweet. Last week I talked about Dogecoin or Dogecoin, whatever you want to call it. You were very, um, hang on. You were very confident last week when Doge. And I was like, oh, I didn't know it was called that. I, I, I was confident. And You're then the I later have heard several people say different. So it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to call it, um, I would like to go ahead and preface because there's been a couple comments anything speculative, including cards, but including Dogecoin, you, you got to be willing to lose this money. If you can't pay bills because you're investing in any of this, you're making a mistake. So let's go ahead and put that out there right now. And me personally, I did invest in Dogecoin. I did not throw my mortgage payment in there, but I threw a little chunk in. Since the airing of that episode, Friday, it has about doubled from where I was saying to buy in. What did mine do since I invested heavily yesterday? I didn't say invest yesterday. I said invest Didn't say you did. Didn't say you did, you clown. I know what you're, you're talking about. about I know what you're even. pumping it. I know you're, you're pumping close. it up. Am I even? Yeah. Is Mr. it over Elon eight? Musk. Is it, it is over eight? eight. In this okay. moment, it is over eight. So okay. that even. being said, who it's knows where it's going to go from Central this point? Time. <laughs> 11.42 Central Time Monday. on a Monday. I'm even. Thank you. We, we could see this go higher. I'm not saying hold out, but if you think this mo- the money you put in was money that you're okay losing, who knows? Leave it in. See how see how far it goes. He what was it? Elon Musk just announced this morning. You put 1.5 billion 
into Bitcoin. And he is on record as saying that Dogecoin could be just that thing to go to because everyone thinks it won't be. And sometimes, Cheaper alternative. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, it's the, if everyone thinks it's not going to be it, then the guys think, oh, that's a nice play to be in in case it does go somewhere. So that being okay. said, Jesse's take of the week. If you got a little extra capital, throw a few bucks in Dogecoin in 40 years when it's at $10,000 a coin. Remember you know, me. Throw me a $5, a fifth whatever. It's called a fin. I don't know what a fifth ski is. A fin. All right. Uh, this week, too, because of the Gary Vee interview at the end, we're trying to leave time for that. So we're cutting other things short or cutting them out. So we're not doing a 101 where we break down like a term or an area or an avenue of the market. But in relation to that one tool that's actually been pretty cool, we've gotten a really good response. Uh, we have a website, sportscardsnonsense.com. Jesse actually designed it, did it all himself. Uh, we're not on there trying to sell crap. Uh, not yet, anyways. That'll come, though. Trust me. I'm going to pay the bill somehow. Yeah, I'm going to pay for all these losses and Dogecoin. Um, no, but really, we set up the website to save us time. I mean, I, again, 10,000 plus emails and, and DMs. It, we are doing our best to respond to everybody. It's, it's getting now to the point we just can't. So if you go to that website, sportscardsandnonsense.com, Basically, I just called my friends. I'm not out there soliciting, trying to get people on the website. I have no interest in working with people I don't know. Uh, but I have a lot of connections in the industry because I've been here for years. So we've got things on there for breakers, card shops who have both physical and online presences, grading, whether it be PSA or Beckett, and consignment. So like for breakers, for example, I've already told you many times, I still own a portion of Geo Breaks. My buddy runs Geo Breaks. He does breaks all the time, pretty much every day of the week. He has a Facebook group. Uh, also on Facebook, because Eddie with Geo Breaks sticks to the hobby side, You know, people ask us all the time, where do I go to break? I love Geo Breaks for hobby and all that. My buddy, uh, Ken Griffin, the card shop Evansville, another Facebook group, he deals exclusively with way cheaper, way lower end stuff, which a lot of guys like. He is almost exclusively retail, which if, if it's just a way smaller price tag. So if you don't have the kind of money to spend hundreds of dollars on a PYT or random team, I think retail is a cool option. So the card shop Hendersonville on Facebook. Uh, as far as grading, I, I know enough about grading to do my own stuff and to use the people I use. However, I'm in no position to tell you how to evaluate and all these things. I, I, I can make educated guesses, but when it comes to grading, so PCSportsCards.com, uh, Josh and uh, geez, yeah. Josh and Zach, I deal with Josh a lot. Zach's a Giants fan who I really have no use for, but that's fine. <laughs> no, Josh runs the PSA side. They are the largest PSA submitting group in the country. Uh, you go on the website, you fire up what you want, you know, what you're submitting, send it to them. They will take care of the rest. Zach on the other side does consignment. So that, that website is kind of a one-stop shop. You can consign and grade pcsportscards.com. All these links, by the way, are on the website. I didn't do this to promote people because I don't like any of these guys enough to promote them, although I do like them. I did this because we're getting completely flooded with the questions and there well, has and to be an easier you've way. You've used them in the past. And I I've mean, used all not... these guys in the past, yeah. Another great option, by the way, my buddy Joe down in Dallas, Sappy Sports Cards. He is a Facebook group. The cool thing about Sappy, he does PSA, but he also does uh, BGS, Beckett Submission Services. And since he lives in Dallas, he walks him right in. He's got a nice relationship down there. So he is great for both because I use both. I mean, if you look on the in the shelf behind me, if I move my massive shoulders, I actually really like Beckett holders for a lot of my new stuff. Although PSA has such a premium, I use PSA a lot too. But Sappy does them both. So Sappy Sports Cards. Again, he's on Facebook. Link is on the website, just like all these other links are on the website. 
Uh, my buddy Chris, who's local, I use Chris a lot too. I drive to the shop sometimes. He allows my dogs to come in. So that's how he won my heart <laughs> over. He is nashcards.com. Uh, so they do all PSA, huge submitter. Nashcards.com too is an awesome website. The cool thing, so all these guys have something cool, like consignment and grading with PC. Sappy does BGS and PSA. Chris does online consultations and in-store consultations because he actually has a physical LCS. He's a cool option there as well. He can really help you out. So nashcards.com, again, he is on there. When you go to the website, it's card services, and that brings up every type of service that we're talking about. Uh, obviously, like I said, with consignment, guys, you know, how do I sell my stuff? I've never used eBay. Cool, don't, don't use it. Go to pcsportscards.com and just send it to Josh and Zach and let them sell it for you. And people have this thing that consigners take this crazy fee. Uh, I got news for you. eBay takes 10%, PayPal takes 3%. On the majority of sales, you are going to pay less using a consigner than you are doing it yourself. Probably on every sale, actually. I don't know why I said the majority. You're going to pay the same or less money, and you don't have to worry about anything. I would consign all day and never think about it. Uh, the other guy, too, who's on there, because like I said, card shops that I know and like uh, and have online presences. So Nash Cards is in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Chris, good dude. We already talked about him with grading. He's got a cool shop. And then Nate Burns. Burns has been one of my closest friends in this hobby. He is an absolute monster on Facebook. He's on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram, too, and all that. Grand Slam Collectibles. Uh, Nate's a dude who came up kind of about the same time as me going full time with this. And I mean, I would put, I would put Nate's sales in the hobby over the past three years up against just about anybody. I mean, he's ridiculous. The shop is awesome. He's live just about every day, if not every day on Facebook, grand slam collectibles. Again, he's under the card shop link on the website. Um, that's it. Like I said, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you about 57 different companies who I've never dealt with but wanted to pay us to mention them or something stupid. These are guys I deal with professionally. Uh, they've always treated me good, so I'm happy to help them and return the favor. And honestly, it's a favor to me and Jess. We're trying to return the emails and stuff. And uh, we are both excited that so many people are coming into this thing brand new. That is awesome. Very like, cool. So many guys are like not as clueless as Jesse, but close. They're getting so, there. They're getting there. Uh, <laughs> so if you need direction, the website's a great place. We're still working on it, uh, again, on sportscardsnonsense.com. Jesse's going to have, like, frequently asked questions. You know, how, how do I grade? Where do I go for, you know, to look up comps or co comparables? Um, all sorts of different things. Hey, I found a box of cards in my attic. What's the next step? All these, we're, we're really going to try to streamline things there. Not with the idea of trying to make this huge website, but just so you can actually get answers. And it's not some worthless system that sends you some generated email and nonsense like that. Uh, we're probably going to put a lot of like a thumbnails and stuff up from the actual show so you can see what we said on here and just, you know, it, it applies there. Uh, I'm making shirts too. I don't care if I make money on shirts. I always think it's fun <laughs> making t-shirts. So I don't really shirts? care. Though Let's there's going to be shirt. shirts on there. None Donkey of them will shirt. have a collar like Jesse's though. This is a. I hold you to that. Did I miss anything I on the nice. website? Because that's important. Are we good? She said I look nice. I don't know who she is, but she was wrong. Are we good on the web? Did you dress up for Gary? Is that why you're so dressed today? Enough I just realized that. Look at your hair. Comments. You got that one little... Well, I say that, dude. My hair's off the screen. I noticed that one little thing. You got that Johnny Depp look going. You ever get that? Think, why, what's with all the comments on my looks? All for right. the people listening, they let's should know out. I'm very handsome. Let's bang out this last segment because I'm excited. I actually want to talk to Gary. I'm pretty pumped. Straight cash homie there it is i tell you that voice is spot on still the most worthless name of a segment on this show but we are Stop sticking saying with it. that i gotta pull up my sheet over here show prep went out the window this week so we're gonna go three different price ranges 250 to 275 500 and then we're gonna go cheap 50 to 75 bucks uh 
I don't know if you have the pop report. By the way, we're going to talk population with Gary V too, and we're going to talk about it here. When I say what is the pop of a card, it just means the population. If you go to PSA.com or PSACards.com, there's literally a tab, pop report. You put in the year and the name of the card, Larry Bird 1992 Flair, whatever it is. It will tell you how many cards are graded and how many are graded under each tab. So how many nines are in existence, how many PSA 10s. It's a cool tool to, tool to use, especially when it comes to supply and demand. You can see what's out there. So I didn't prep you for this. I apologize. Our first buy, I'm going to give you the hint. It's the 1990 Flair, F-L-E-E-R, update, Emmett Smith. All right. Well, you do that. Buy of the week, straight cash homie. I don't care what you call this dumb segment. Score supplemental Emmets are over two grand right now. For some reason, his 1999 Flair update, which is still a Cowboys uniform, it's an action photo. PSA 10s right now, as of this moment, 11.52 a.m. Central Standard Time on Monday, they are sitting there at 300 bucks. Buy it now. I bought a couple this week at three, excuse me, at 230 bucks. I think that PSA 10, again, there's just way too much of a distinction here. That card is not worth 10% of the score supplemental. It should be way closer. What's the There's pop? actually a pretty low population in overall. So there's only 9,500 overall. What's 3, the 3,600 being PSA 10s. So 3,600 now put in score supplemental. Same year, same guy. So 3,600. Okay, I'm good with that. I'm going to throw the next one out there because I actually have the pop report here. So that's in the 250 to 275. Again, they're sitting at 300 of best offer. I try to get it less. If you got to pay a few bucks more, I don't think it's the end of the world. I still think that is a great buy, although I think score has a much lower pop. What's Score's the PSA only 10 got pop? PSA 10's uh, 1,475. Okay, so you're talking 40%, 35 to 40% of the amount. That still does not mean that card should be worth 10 times the flare update. Again, full disclosure, all that nonsense. I bought two last week at about 230 to 240 bucks. I think it's a $500 card in a couple of weeks. It's just the gap there is too much. The next card, I absolutely love. I only bought one because you can't find this card right now, and there's a reason uh, there's not that many out there. 1995 Flair, F-L-A-I-R. You old school guys remember Flair. It was like the cool, thick stock. Awesome card. 1995 Kevin Garnett Flair Rookie PSA 10. So the base card graded a PSA 10. The pop on this card is 84. Matter of fact, you know what I want you to do, Jesse? 1995 finest Kevin Garnett PSA 10. I'd like to see the pop in comparison to this. I'm actually making you earn the income that I don't pay you right now, and I'm excited. I'm happy. The to pop do on a PSA 10 flare is 84. That is stupid low. I bought this card last week. You'll see the sale on eBay. I hit buy it now at 399 plus tax. I paid 431. There is one listed on eBay. That is it. I also bought a PSA 9 last night for 75 bucks. That's a great buy as well. I love this card across the board. There's one on bids right now, 499. I had one bid as of this morning, so it's already up to 500. I just, his finest card is doing like $2,500. What's the pop on a finest? I'm getting Total that blank pop stare. is 2200 for a 10, it's 446 446 so over five times the amount for finest of this. This card should not sell as high as finest, but it should not be 20% of the value. 1995 Flair, Kevin Garnett, PSA 9, if you can get it under 100, or PSA 10, I'm going to say 5 to 600. It's a little bit higher because it's obviously rising. I love the play. And then third, this is a lot. So the complaint we've had too, hey, you mentioned these cards. They're a little bit tougher to find. So the first, I don't know, honestly, 30 or 40 emails will be guys who bought the exact card. Great. It's not going to be 40 people to find that Garnett. It's tough to find, but keep your eyes open. The next one, then I'm just going to say this. In the $50 to $75 range, 1998 Peyton Manning rookies. And I'm going raw. 
Inspect the card. Make sure it looks good to you. I'm not talking about graded or anything else. Upper Deck, Tops, and Bowman. You can get all three of those brands and a bunch of inserts in those brands. And if you go insert, you can get them as low as 20 bucks for some of them. Some of them even cheaper. But 50 to 75 bucks. Peyton Manning, I like right now. Obviously, one of the top 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's got He just got inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. He was elected. That ceremony is going to come up later in the year. You know, Peyton's far enough removed. We haven't seen an insane spike with him like some of the other modern guys. For 50 to 75 bucks, I think you can find nice, raw Peyton Manning rookie cards. Now, granted, if you want to grade them, awesome. Buy them raw. Make sure they look good. Send them into PC Sports. Send them into Nash Cards. Send them into Sappy. You know, get the, get them graded. But I would not spend the money on the front end. This is kind of our cheaper option for straight cash homie. Again, the most hated name in sports right now. That, that Everybody title. loves it. Everybody loves it. So those are my three. 1990 Flare Update PSA 10 Emmett Smith in the 250 to 300 range. 1995 Flare Kevin Garnett, PSA 10, 5 to 600. PSA 9, I would say 80 to 100 bucks-ish. And then Raw Peyton Manning Rookies, I stick to the big brands, Upper Deck, Tops, and Bowman. I love those three plays. You have anything to contribute? Any cards you're buying this week, pal? You bought a Kobe I, um, last week, didn't you? I bought that Kobe. It has gone from $1,100 when you mentioned it, uh, okay. which I paid $1,200 for. So Pumping thanks for up. that. This is our, this and, is our, we're manipulating the market. Yeah, I'm the one being manipulated. Um, <laughs> and it is now selling for $1,600. So hello. Not, not a bad not, little return. I don't hate it. There's your three picks, Straight Cash Homie. Next week, by the way, our next show, which comes up Friday, we're doing Straight Cash Homie. We're also going to do like a this and that thing. This guy compared to that guy. We have to come up with a cute name. Everything we do here is cute. I think you people know that by this time, but we got to come up with something. So there you go. That is our two-man solo portion of the week. Now my dream is about to come true. We're adding a third man, which may be a certain, you know, maybe no. a bit of a maybe a bit of a constant One feature time. here because of the One lack time. of performance by the other guy on the show. But <laughs> that's it for us too. Let's go to a three-man format and see what happens. All right, guys, I think this is the reason everybody was tuning in, although I was pretty sure it was to see me and Jesse. Apparently, this next guest, <laughs> our our guy Gary V, has a little bit bigger of a following. I think it's safe to say. Uh, Gary, for really now. appreciate the time, man. For now. For now, man. <laughs> I'll give I you see, a couple months. I see <laughs> huge potential in what you're doing here. Thank We're you coming for here. Me, guys. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate the time. It, Let's get right into it, man. Uh, we obviously started our show, The Talks. I'm a Boston guy, as you know from the accent. Yep. Uh, Super Bowl thoughts. What, what's your opinion on the game last night? <sighs> It, it's almost, you know, after spending, it's, uh, here are my thoughts. I thought I didn't care who was going to win, which was a nice change because as you know, brother, you guys have had such a good run up there that it's given me all sorts of agita for two decades, but, sure. but I didn't realize how much sports PTSD is real. <laughs> At, you know, in a weird way, I thought I was sneakily, quietly under the radar rooting for Brady because I've become fascinated with this thesis that maybe Belichick's all-time overrated. And if Brady wins, so this can get and if he wins again and then the Pats don't make the playoffs for three years, it's something to hang your hat on because the Brady train is gone at this point. This was before the game. During the game, I weirdly, when I don't care in general in sports, I root for the underdog that manifests in the moment. Yeah. So I'm obviously the same. Tampa's winning, right? Just to make sense to you, right? Like if you don't care, you're halfway through, you're like, oh, you're rooting for the underdog. Or at least that's he's how never I cared am. about a sports game in his life. So that's we're good. for the yeah. underdog. Yeah, we're good that's there. What, that's what that's what makes sense to me. So, but it, it was, you know, it, it's weird. Listen, here's what I would say. He's he's uncomfortably in the argument for the greatest athlete of all time. And and he's got to be in the mix every single time with Gretzky and Jordan and and whoever you want. Like 
he's just so in it. It's, uh, it's astonishing what his career is going to end up looking like. You know, I got kind of comfortable there after that hot start. They had that decade, as you know. We even, we even won a playoff game in Foxborough. The Ravens Sanchez, baby. Yep. Right. Sure. The Ravens were doing their thing. The, the, the Giants were doing their thing. I was feeling, I was like, and then, you know, I was loving the whole, they haven't won anything since Spygate. This is all that, you know, so, but he's, I mean, what do I think? I think it weirdly could be huge for Mahomes' career because if he's a true competitor, he's going to be real chip on the shoulder because here come all the jokes. I already saw one on Instagram, it's take your kid to school day and it's Brady with Mahomes on his shoulders. Like, shoulder ride. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, what did I feel? I was focused on our client, Scott's Miracle Gross Super Bowl commercial. I was thinking I was going to casually enjoy it because I didn't care. As Brady was winning, I got a little chippy and a little PTSD. But I mean, like everybody else who's got a half a brain, it's just an incredible accomplishment. I also think it reinforces my incredible belief that football is a huge team sport and no question that left tackle goes out and they have to rejigger and that offensive line was a disaster yeah it was rough for them and so that changed that game dramatically yeah so hey real quick with regards to so we always try to tie in cards and the market and all that so i am under no illusion that all of a sudden football is taking the place of basketball on the world scale because it's really not that close but we were talking earlier, and we wanted to get your thought, too. I'm a big fan of population count with PSA. I know you've talked about that on your YouTube show. Supply and demand. Absolutely. So I don't think Brady is by any means catching LeBron, because I just don't see it happening. LeBron's uh, tops chrome, though, PSA 10s, are going for ungodly money right now. I think we looked last night, forty to 50,000. Population's 2,071. Mm. Brady's Bowman chrome, which I would consider the most comparable to that card, half the population, 1060, is rolling out this morning for about 30. I don't know that that catches LeBron, but do you view that as like his grail rookie card, that straight Bowman Chrome PSA 10? Yeah, and I think actually what you just said, it was funny. I didn't know where the numbers were going to fall. It's funny. I made, I actually think I tweeted this. I made a lot of friends buy Brady rookie cards about a year ago. I succumbed on the Jordan side because I equally hate him, but Brady was still (laughs) too active. And so I didn't buy any, but I told all my friends to. So I was really unfamiliar with the pop number that you just dropped. And obviously the Brady has exploded. You sure. Know, if it's at 30 right now, and I know the LeBron's just crossed over to 40 mark, um, but I, it seems like it's heading in the next direction. When you just said that, it actually makes me think LeBron's underpriced. Because I think Brady's really? appropriately. Yeah, I think, I, I, really, I know that's a funny one to say. Because of the gap, basketball to football? I don't think people understand what's happening with the China collectors. Yeah, yep. I, the global nature of the, Here's why, two things. I think that um, the fractionalization market is going to be a big play, the global nature. And what's going to be fun to listen to this spot three years from now, because both of them are still in play for multiple championships. Crazy. Crazy. At 43, still in play for championships. Yeah. By the way, in three years from now, we'll be removed from this. Yeah, we'll be removed from this. We'll be removed from the ringer for about 31 months, three years from now. But we'll look back with fun. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. So, so you're going Brady appropriately rated. You still think LeBron's underrated. Still a decent play. I really, I, I really do. I think that's insane. I, I don't I think, think you're wrong. Is, it is but insane. just insane. It's insane if you've been following and it was a thousand dollars two years ago. So it's yeah. hard. But like, this is what happened. The reason I've been studying contemporary art is when Andy Warhol's and Jackson Pollock's got hot and they went from $5,000, $10,000 to $100,000 or, or $25,000 a piece to 
200K. Everybody in the New York and Paris and art world was like, that's insane. Some of those Pollocks are hundreds of millions of dollars now. Now, less supply, right? One. Sure. But there's so much more demand around LeBron and, and Jordan and Brady than a contemporary artist. They're not even the same breath. I agree. I mean, yeah, Jesse got excited there because we stopped talking sports. I saw you. I saw your chubby face glitter there. For I did. A I was just. He was, was excited say, about the art reference. Love, now we're you. talking my world, little investment. And, and Gary, so to give you a little context, a lot of the guys listening to the show are new to this market, such as myself. Um, but I've been investing for years. Uh, one of the real key reasons we we like watching you and getting your advice is because you have a depth and breadth of this market more than so many others. So my question is, what do you think it takes to continue to grow this market at this point? Because, you know, I got into it knowing nothing about cards. There's plenty of guys who are starting to get back into it. I collected when I was a kid. That's what the majority of the fan mail we get is just, hey, I collected in the 80s and 90s. I got this collection. Yeah, exactly. And so, but now, like, I still, I talk to guys uh, who they collected as kids, but they they still have never heard about this. We're out there promoting it. You're out there promoting it. But what do you think it takes to bump this to the next level? Just a matter of time, Jess. And I'll be honest with you, to be very frank, just to let you know, no different than social media apps, no different. You know, I live my truth. Like I, I think in general, I've spoken a lot less about cards than my belief in it because unlike any other time in my life, Jess, I actually now have an audience and I'm worried about that word promoting it because I really don't think of myself as promoting it. I, I really don't. I think I'm trying to be on the record of being right for from a business cadence standpoint, kind of like I did with you know, social media and other things of that nature because that builds reputation. And in seven years, I may see something else and I may go into a business and I want people to believe that I have good vision. I'll give you an example. I have bought, I've spent more money on cards in the last two weeks than the first three years that I've been involved in this. Wow. So, so if I was doing what some people think I was doing, pumping and dumping, I haven't sold a single card. I'm on the precipice of selling my first single card as wow. a favor to a business associate. I've not sold a card. Uh, let me phrase. I went to the National two years ago and set up a table. And for people listening who were there, half my table said not for sale. And I was showing things I was buying. Giannis, LeBron, Jordan stickers, a lot of things that worked out. Um, and then I was selling like random stuff that like I just needed some action, would buy stuff and try to flip it. You know, like silly stuff. <laughs> you know, if I was, if I was, I actually, this is really crazy. I want to say this. I actually don't overly have passion for this exploding because I fear a couple things. I fear people doing it like cryptocurrency or cannabis or CBD startups or startups. There's a lot of people coming in just that have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, They buy a BCCG graded 10 card and like, they buy, you know, there's a lot of weird, like the first thing I would say to everybody's listening is 98% of you, unless you have Pokemon are going to find yourself or you bought Kobe and LeBron years are going to find yourself um, realizing most of the stuff you have is not worth that much. That's number one. This is more about getting educated and investing in Tesla or investing in, you know, um, 
Facebook, or this is like stock and art stuff. This is real. This is an alternative investment class and people are going to keep doing this. However, if Jess, if you said I'm from the future and actually in the next six years, collectible rare toys like old Star Wars or comic books or sports memorabilia massively uh, overtook sports cards and say, oh, that makes sense. Because I know that pop culture alternative investing is going to play out. Now, three years ago, I decided that was going to be sports cards because sports is so big. Sports collectively is bigger than Avengers movies. You know, it just, and so sport, literally the only thing I think that competes with sports is music, right? Like from a cultural billions of people. So, you know, we haven't even started seeing UFC cards explode to the level I expect. We, you know, soccer, I still think outside of like Mbappe craze and some of the youngsters like still has room to grow if this is as global as I think. I think still it's quite early, but for me, I don't really think at all, Jess, and I mean at all about how do we take this to the next level. Like I don't want everybody buying because that's good for my collection Because what I think happens in that scenario is a lot of people lose money. Like right now, I think a lot of people are losing money and not realizing they're losing money. They're buying incredible athletes like Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, you know, um, Justin Herbert, excuse me, to uh, like they're buying great young athletes. What they don't know is there's too much supply. Yep. And just like every other era of sports cards, Kevin, do you know how hard it is to be better than Kevin Garnett? Dude, Garnett is on our list today. You look at Garnett population reports and look at what he did in the game. Crazy low population. I I don't care. You said this the other day and I was going to just roast you with this when you're not on camera. (laughs) Zion Zion might be better than Garnett. I'm thinking to myself, he might be. Now he has a ceiling, but his population's insane. I've bought zero Zion. I just sold out. I'm out. I, I don't, by the way, and now let me counter. Zion's one of the two people in the NBA along with Luca, that I think can get to that place that everybody wants everybody to get to. That in 21 years, they're considered a top 15 player. And Luca feels more comfortable to me. because Yeah, Luca's he's a but, freak. But listen, Mike, and I, listen, I've been anti-Zion investing. Zion is having an uncomfortably good year. Like uncomfortably. The hype Agreed. is off. But, the, but when you look at the data, you're like, woo, this kid can play, play. Anyway, no, So let me ask you then, in yeah, 10 years though, if I, if I said who has, who's had the better past decade, you think Zion outperforms Jao over the next 10? I don't know. Jao's an interesting one. It was funny. I was hitting up my real internal, like people that really know the NBA, like trainers, GMs, coaches. And I was asking about Jao this weekend about, um, hey, does he need to put on more, like, I was, you know, I'm trying to get educated because the, the Knicks have been so bad for so long. Mm-hmm. I'm a little out of practice in my NBA knowledge. Like, I really <laughs> understand football, like, really. And I actually weirdly really understand baseball because I play in a 20-team, super deep dynasty baseball league. So I actually weirdly, the reason I've done so well with Soto and Acuna, Tatis, and I'm buying a ton of lad, I haven't started yet. This is, I like doing stuff like this where, People, I always tell people what I'm in. Like, I haven't bought Vlad yet, but I'm about to buy Vlad Heavy. Did you listen to our show? Our I recommendation not, last week? Is that Vlad? what's happening here? Nope. This is <laughs> called Gary V. Validation yeah. right here. Mike, is Boom. that what you guys, you're hot on Vlad? Here's the reason. I think Vlad's a softball player. Dude's going to hit towering home runs. And the fact that his market jumped two weeks ago because he showed up not fat, Correct. that was all the hype train needed. And, it's I think all, he's I mean, ch- and he's got a chip on his right he's got a chip, shoulder, right? Yep. Like, if he, here's the thing. You learn about Vlad this year heavily. Here's why. 
Tatis got so much heat. He's in every commercial. He's on every sport, right? And if you're a competitor, like if I, I'm very competitive and it's been a big driver of my success. If I'm Vlad, I'm, tr- I'm angry as shit. I'm like, that's my spot that sure. Tatis took, right? And so yep. I think we'll learn a lot about him this year. Nonetheless, long-winded answer, guys. By the way, I got to come back on the show because now I'm looking at my clock. I know I have this hard stop. We'll check Kevin, our but- schedule. We'll check our schedule. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, let we'll me make ask. sure. I'd like to come back on because we're just getting into it now. But anyway, I don't know where the f- I was going. I'm just happy to be on the show. Thank you for having me. Keep going. I, I want to do the no. rapid stuff. I want to talk about other stuff. But All right, long, let me hit, long-winded let, answer, LeBron's underpriced if that's Brady's numbers. There you go. Circling <laughs> back to 30 minutes ago. I like, All right, hit, real quick rapid thing then. Overrated, underrated. I'm going to steal one from you, <laughs> then we'll do our buy-sell. Gary V's impact on the hobby market right now. Overrated. Let me tell See, you why. I, oh, man, I am so opposite. And I'm not saying this to suck up to you because I don't care. I don't know you at all. And I hope you come back. Dude, you hold up a card. I know you're not doing the pump and dump, but I've seen the effect we've had on the three or four cards we've specifically mentioned. Your impact magnified. Dude, we were saying Duncan Finest for 200 bucks. They went up to 600 and we got blown up with hate mail. You guys are pumping. I said, I'm buying the card. I'm not not dumping anything. Your impact though, you hold up those Durants. Do you hold up the white Durant PSA nines? I bought 85 of them. I'm all in. And the market jumped that day. So- I think that I don't post them. Bro, there's people that I have know. 10. Yeah, you guys know this, right? There's people that have a hundredth of the size of my audience, but they're posting every day. And those little nickels sure. add up to more. I'll, I, and I've gotten so scared of, of being painted in a picture that isn't true that I've almost stopped, you know, po- posting. And I So want that holds to. you back. Yeah, it's been really sucky because I love being right or wrong. And and I also am a positive guy. So, for example, coming out and saying, let me pick a quarterback, Josh Allen. Coming out making a video right now and saying, you better sell your Josh Allens because he's going to come back down to earth. The schedule, the this, the that, the adjustments of the NFL, da, 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 da. I don't want to put that out. That's fucking negative. Like, hey, this guy's not, like, what value to the world does that bring? On the flip side, so Trevor Lawrence, right? Because I obviously, I, you know, I am in the football representation business. That kid. He's going to light the world on fire, whether he can so play or not. Good. Oh, God. I think he can, but his like, hype is Luca 2. I mean, Zion 2.0. 100%. For football, yep. as a matter of Insane. fact, if you're a very smart <clears throat> investor, you're probably buying up Justin right now, even or Burrow right now, even at expensive prices. Because the reset of pricing that Lawrence is going to, you know what's going to happen. It's oh, going to come yeah. out. The prism base is going to be so expensive. People are going to be like, wait a minute. But by the way, real quick before I run, because I want to get value and then we'll do the rapid. That's why people should be looking at 87, 80, 86, 87 Fleer. Because, and it kind of already happened. I wanted to give a good tidbit here, but it's not as good unless you're not paying attention. Barkley and Elijah have already kind of gone up almost mm-hmm. double on the Jordan. Like, I think that Jordan card, back to the LeBron Chrome, I, I, I'm going to be very transparent here because this is what I want to do when I do public stuff. I want to share all my best advice. I'm spending almost all my time trying to understand what a $1 million Jordan PSA 10 86, 87 Fleer means for everything else. Trickle because I effect. know for fact, because yep. I have very rich people hitting me up every day saying, I want to buy one of these, that there's no shot that that card's not headed that way. Yeah. And so I kind of wake up saying, okay, if that's true, oh, are are these John Stockton 10s at this pop, like wildly underpriced? 
and I, of course that's like long tail. You go directly to Elijah one and Barkley. Sure. Even See, and I went directly. I went directly to lower grade Jordans. I sold my PSA Correct. nine last week on the Correct. show. Went from fifty grand to seventy in literally days, and we you sold. You know, it. you know what cards? And, really, and, and it's a bad sale, quite you know frankly. What, you know what cards really going to get affected already has, but I think it's going to continue is the Magic Bird rookie. Okay. And I think, and I think, <laughs> Larry legs, baby. Let's and then talk. I, and then I think, and then I think, we saw a huge uptick last spring to August, and then you see saw a huge decline but nowhere back to, you only lost 30% of the 100% on the 61 Fleers. And the, oh, yeah. I, I think I think Kareem's going to have another moment. I think Russell does too. Yeah, Bill Russell 57 tops is a fucking, I think it's I insane. four of them, which is devastating to me because I wish I had 25. I think Bill Russell 57 tops is uber underpriced. Not to mention when he dies. I mean, it's just the case with, look what Hank, Hank Aaron, same thing. When Russell goes, that thing's going to go through the roof. All right, can we throw a couple rapid yeah, fires at you? I know yeah, you got to get go. out of here, man. Yep. All right, buy, sell. I don't even need the explanation. Jesse, yep. Jesse, All you're right. the star, baby. Don't mess up the <laughs> names this week. This isn't your average show. We got people here. Read God, these correctly. Stop with the pressure. I can't take it. All right. He thrives. All right, Gary, Mike, buy, sell. Griffey Jr. Just, oh, just, no, you don't go very We just specific, go straight, but, straight player. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, sell. I'm a sell. Uh, so we did the upper nine, 89 upper deck PSA pop report. Thousands. Listen, is not every, a $5,000 card. Let me caveat. Cause I need everybody <laughs> to hear this. The market has just started so much that I would say bye to every single thing you're about to say. If you wanted to see a profit in the next six months, cause context matters. Sure. Okay. Comma, comma. What I'm going to say right now on buy sell is predicated on things like there's a much better place to spend your money, like all LeBron rookies. There you go. Like then, let's say a Griffey upper deck. Keep going, just see because okay, that's perfect. and just real quick, just a caveat. That's why we focus this now because yeah, if you have unlimited funds, buy them all, no question. Correct. The guys who are coming to, Correct. I got two thousand bucks to spend. Correct. We got to be quick, cool. That's what I'm so trying. So Griffey, to sell. We're out of here. We need to disagree. Right. Next name, Paul Pierce. I'm a buy Hall buy. of Fame man. Yep. Buy. Cool. That whole Chris era. Uh, buy. Simmons is high on Weber. I got to say yes to keep my job. Bye. <laughs> All right. Chris Bosch. Bye. That's the only one I hate. I hate Chris Bosch. I, I don't care. I can't, I can't get on board. I'm Toronto rookie stuff. I'm obsessed. Ugh. Obsessed with top 100 NBA players if they're on the list <sighs> that are underpriced. And I, I should think, be. I just can't get around to here's it. Here's why, Mike. <laughs> it's, it's like you're going to get long-tailed. Once Wade... And LeBron, or once every LeBron rookie is five thousand dollars. Where do you go next? Yeah, you're gonna go sure. Pierce for the same reason. By the way, Steve Nash, Ray Allen, Tracy McGrady, Allen Iverson. Like it's this, it's that pocket. Absolutely, I'm all Garnett Duncan. Those are my two right now. You can't go wrong. I think literally. Shaq has the biggest potential to get bananas because I said Shaq. No one I'll tell you why, People think it's junk wax era. The problem is the new numbers make those numbers look like Shatter zero. It. Yeah. yeah, and there's not exactly. a ton of PSA 10s because that pop, we were all stuffing them in shoe boxes still. Correct. Hey, Jesse, yeah. just skip the hoops thing. We aren't going to waste time with wax. Just go all the right. other two real quick. Good news. Right. I'm so got... undereducated on wax. I haven't bought any wax, so I'm glad you didn't ask. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> there you go. Bradley Beal. I'm going very underrated. Yep. Huge buy because the writing's on the wall. He's going to end up in a big market. And if it's New York or... Or I think he's real, and he's a great dude. I'm big on Bradley Beal. There's just no inventory. His rookie year was so low pop. You see how angry he is too when they lose. That's why. So we're, I'm a big I buy because I think he's getting traded. And when he's not on the winning side, he is mad about it. I love, I love that. Him. I love Jesse, him. your favorite question. We asked this last week. Go I ahead. I don't, Go ahead. I don't feel Ask it. The fans want to know. 
Will you be the third man on no, our no, show? No, 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 no. Just third man on the show. I told Jesse last week a lot of complaints because people don't like the dynamic. They want two of us nerds just talking cards. A lot of I people said, love the dynamic. Two people didn't like the dynamic. People don't like this dynamic. Third man on the show, I'm still a hold, Jesse. I'm going properly rated in Gary V terms. There you go. Properly rated. We may get Gary, somebody your, else on Your here. thoughts there, Gary? He's a Jess fan. He's all, He's on your team the whole time, I could tell. Yeah, I kind of want to be on this show permanently. Yeah, okay, the, take it easy. Okay. We don't need you saying things like that and getting my little heart flutter. Listen, dude, I'm five six. I weigh about two bills right now. I got any more fluttering. Mike, let me say this for everybody who's listening, audio only. You got a great f-ing face, so there's that. Oh, I'm not yes. gonna disagree with that. All right, I gotta All right, get out Harry. of here. My, we appreciate my, the time, my, sir. My real business time. They're getting. Hey, I'm gonna blow you up on Twitter and get you back on the show. Now we'll hold you Mike, to it. I we appreciate do, the honestly, time. I want to come back on. I really like your guys' balance and cadence, and I wish this show tremendous success. I love you guys. See you. Thank you, sir. Have a Thanks, good day. Gary. Have a great day. All right, guys, so that was the show, man. We are super excited. I mean, I think you could tell we were both a little bit giddy uh, with Gary V being here. Uh, he said he's coming back on the show. I heard that. I heard it that say twice. That will be clipped up. So I'm just going to tell you this, Gary. You may be a social media mogul. I can be a social media annoyance. We're getting him back on the show. Uh, no, he's, <laughs> hey, I like the knowledge. I, I do want to dig into some stuff. It's super tough. You get 15 minutes with a guy like that. I had a million questions. I wanted to really uh, you know, go in depth in some of the stuff. We did what we could, so uh, we had fun. Anyways, make sure you check out the show. As always, brought to you by Spotify. You can get the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, so get it everywhere. The YouTube channel, make sure you follow us, Sports Cards Nonsense, like we talked at the beginning. That's the website, sportscardsnonsense.com. Awesome links to some dudes in there in this hobby that can take care of you, whatever you need under card services. Uh, Straight Cash Homie this week was Faya. The name is still stupid. Uh, Mikey's <laughs> Takes, we did it all. I don't know. I had fun. I actually thought you did decent. This is Here's what we're going to do from now on. We're going to end the show with a grading report of you. So I thought today was better. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say why this. would you do this? this I'm is not the thrilled worst with idea. the collared shirt. I don't know why oh you're dressing God. up for Gary. He didn't even mention Gary it. Gary deserves a collar, sir. Gary didn't mention it, so I don't think we're thrilled about it. He uh, loved how I looked. Other than that, energy was pretty good. You got your little crypto talk in there, which I know makes you happy. I think it's... you did pretty good. I'm gonna give I you really a solid. Appreciate... I'm gonna give you a solid B plus. I'm gonna tell you, here's what I'm gonna promise you. Friday show is just me and you. All right, pal. I'm gonna throw Stop. you that lifeline. There Golly. you go. Sports cards nonsense on the Ringer Podcast Network. Make sure you listen and check us out everywhere else: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. We're all over the place. That's the same name everywhere. Brady won the Super Bowl. Seven rings, baby. Later. Peace. <laughs>